0: for another great edition of Board Chat. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in. we got so much to talk about. Obviously, I want to get this done before tomorrow night's uh, Stanley Cup Final Game 1 between the Avalanche and the Lightning. But before we do that, obviously, I want to uh, welcome you guys to the show and uh, also tell you that if you would like to Uh, Follow the show if you would like to uh, just news, notes, keep up, all that kind of thing. You can go to wherever you'd find your favorite podcast, type in board check. You can also type in Impact Media and find all of our other shows, uh, That Sports Show and uh, Strong Style, of course. Uh, If you would like to find us on social media, at The Impact 99 will basically find me on any social media platform, including Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, it's probably other ones, but I'm pretty much sad on all of them. Uh, if you want to directly, just follow the show at Team Impact Media, or you can just search for any of that on Facebook. Now, let's get into this, right? Let's get into it. I'm just going to start with a Western Conference, the Avalanche and the Oilers. Now, I got cute with my picks, and I said, gosh, I would like to see the Oilers win this. I still would have liked to see them win it, but... The Avalanche had a different story. They absolutely had a different story to this one. Uh, as they they swept them. They absolutely swept them. Four straight games. Because coming in, the Oilers had scored like uh, 50 goals, right, in, in the previous matchup in order to uh, win the Battle of Alberta with Vancouver. So... I said in order for the Avalanche to take them out, they either have to play some defense and prevent them from scoring so high, or they've got to outscore them. And the Avalanche do have the firepower to outscore them, but they did a little bit of both strategies. Let's go to game one. Now the Avalanche win this one eight to six. Eight to six. And at no time were, uh, were they Really in that big of jeopardy. They scored three goals in the first period, four in the second, and added another in the third just to, uh, just to, you know, just to seal the deal. Let's go over some of the goals. Let's start with the Oilers. Let's see, Zach Hyman added a goal. That guy, if they would have made the Cup finals, he might have been the MVP. Uh, Derek Ryan added one, but uh, Hyman, I I wish he was still on Toronto because that guy is going to be a megastar one day. Uh, Ryan McLeod added one, Vander Kane, Ryan Nuge Hopkins, the Nuge, Connor McDavid. And that was all of those. And, of course, Koskinen and Mike Smith both got some duty in that one. I mean, when you give up eight goals, which uh, Koska number only gave up the one, with Smith giving up the uh, giving up the other six. The other one's an empty netter, obviously. Let's flip on over to the Avalanche, where uh, it, Kale McCarr. my goodness, that guy's on fire. Uh, he adds one. Cagliano adds a goal. Nate McKinnon, of course, it can't be left out. JT Comfer adds uh, a double. Bartender, he'll have a double. You got Kadri, Landeskog, and Rantanen all with goals in that one. And, you know, Darcy Kemper, he gave up three goals. And uh, in uh, so did uh, Frank Coos. So, you know, wasn't unblemished for Colorado. That's That's a little alarming that both of them would give up three goals like that. But they still take game one. And that moved us to game two. So you're thinking, okay, well, this is gonna be just like the Battle of Alberta. It is gonna be, you know, a race to six, seven, eight goals, something like that. And then the Avalanche said, Oh Contraire Monfrey, we do not play those types of games in Colorado. We play our games. So game two. They uh, after a battle, these these two teams really battled it out in the first period to no score. And then we get into the third period. And you get uh, Lekkonen adds a goal. Then you get Manson. He adds a goal. And then Rantanen, he adds a goal. So they're up three to nothing. And then Nate McKinnon to, uh, you know, just remind everybody he is still the, the megastar of the team. He adds one in the third. Guess what? That means a four to nothing shutout. In the Western Conference Finals, a shutout of a team in Edmonton who was averaging four or five goals a game completely shut them out. And it was Frank Coos who had had the the shutout. I mean, that's just incredible. It's just incredible. So you're thinking, okay, well. What kind of game are we going to get now in Game Three when it shifts to Edmonton? Surely, surely they're going to they're going to score like ten twelve goals between the two of them, right? Nope, the Avalanche found a way to suppress the Oilers' attack. Uh, Connor McDavid did open up Game Three with a goal in the first, and uh, uh, Nasushkin from Colorado actually tied it up going into to the second. Nishkinen adds another one. Or Nishushkin, rather. He adds another. His second of the game. We go all the way to the third period where the Oilers battle back with McLeod tying it up. And then JT Confer says, well, let me let me add us up one there. And then uh, Miko Rantanen says, I've had enough of this. We're ending it now. Four to two is your overall... What was uh, the final there? Uh, Frank Kuz... Takes over that one for the uh, the win there. So let me see. I had a note. Yeah, injury to Kemper. That's that's kind of alarming a little bit. I would say uh, because you're. You know, you want to get out of this series, and yeah, getting out early allowed them time to rest and things, but not having your number one goalie, even though Frank Cruz did a incredible job against the Tampa team, that's going to be pretty interesting. But uh, Mike Smith, and losing effort, uh, had 39 saves out of 42 shots in game number three. So even though we already know who won, as I've, I've said the whole time, uh, we go to game four. This is still in Edmonton. So we're thinking, okay. Well, we had a uh, we had the eight to six. Just uh, goalies need not apply here. In game one, In game two we get the avalanche shutout four to nothing, and in game three we get the four to two kind of a back and forth battle. So we've had three different kind of games. We've had a score fest. We've had a shutout. and We've had kind of a close nail biter. What are we gonna get in game four? How about overtime? Haven't had overtime. Let's have overtime. Avalanche get on the board early in the first period as Kale Makar continues to just light. Gosh, he is lighting more lamps than an appliance store clerk, I guess. I I wish I had a better one than that. We'll go with that. Uh, In the second... Zach Hyman gets in on it and ties it up. And then the nude Ryan Nuger Hopkins, makes it 2-1. to one. Oilers, not to be outdone. Connor McDavid says, I can do that too. Let's make it 3-1. to one. Edmonton. So you're thinking, okay, Edmonton, all you can do is hold on for a period. They've got a two-goal lead. They can hold on. They can get a win. You know, like we can go to game five. For people who don't know, the worst lead in hockey is a two-goal lead. It is just something supernatural about it. If you are up two goals with any amount of time left outside of about 30 seconds, and even then sometimes, it uh, it usually comes back on you. So 3-1, right? Okay. So then Taves for Colorado makes it 3-2. Zach Hyman says, no, no, that's enough of that. I'm going to make it 4-2 I scoring another goal. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog goes, nah, I'm the second best star on this team. Watch this. I can, I can make it four to three. Nate McKinnon says, Well, if you're number two, then that, that makes me number one, and I'm gonna score another goal and make it four to four. And then Miko Rantanen says, Well, I got stuff to do later this week, so let's make it five to four and let's go up, let's go up uh, with about five minutes to go. And then a couple minutes later, Cassian. Edmonton says, you know what? Let's go to overtime. So we go to overtime. A minute 19 in. For the Colorado Avalanche. Lekkonen says, let's go home, boys. Lights the lamp, finds the back of the net. Moving on are your Colorado Avalanche. I'm going to tell you, for a, for a four-game series... It had four different types of games, and each one of them were highly, highly entertaining. There's nothing like the NHL playoffs. You guys know that. Um, did not, still to this to this time, did not, I did not think that this series would go this way. I, I thought that even if Colorado pulled it out, we're talking six or seven games, this is going to be really back and forth. I really thought the Oilers were ready to turn that corner, take that next step. And they just ran into a buzzsaw. And there's a buzzsaw on the other side that we're going to talk about in a minute. But here in the West, the buzzsaw is the Edmonton Oilers. It's just just incredible how this, how this works. But now we know Colorado is in the Stanley Cup Finals. And like I said, they're going to face the Tampa Bay Lightning. But how did the Lightning get there? Well, I will tell you guys all about it right after these messages from our new friends and sponsor of the show. This is Jeremy the Impact York with the Board Check, Strong Style, and That Sports Show podcast. You guys are always asking me, you give us odds, you give us picks, where can we go? visit our friends at betonline.net betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info find all the latest sports developments league reviews and news including this year's nba and nhl playoffs as well as major league baseball betonline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information including live betting esports and scores and BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Board Check, Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome back in. Hopefully, uh, you guys go visit our new friends at betonline.net. As, a, as we just said, all the time we're talking odds, we're talking, um, you know, scores and updates and, and, and things like that, and tips on, on who picks on who we think are going to win and you guys want to know where to go with that information well betonline.net that's it's it's a great place go check it out they've got all kinds of stuff on there not just hockey they got baseball basketball ufc just all kinds of fun stuff but let's go to the east and in the east we had the new york rangers versus the tampa bay lightning now you talk about a series that we didn't predict did not predict it would go this way either Let's go to game number one in New York, where Chris Kreider opens up the scoring for the Blue Shirts. People who don't know, because I guess both teams were blue, let me. The Blue Shirts are the Rangers. Chris Kreider gets a goal, and then Stamco says, Well, I can do that too. So, one to one, heading into the second. Uh, Vitrano, who, if I'm not mistaken, Boston fans. Are still sick that they don't have. Uh, he makes it 2-1 to one Blue Shirts followed by the Bolts, otherwise known as the Lightning, the Bolts' Andre Palat tying it up. Chidal for the Blue Shirts makes it 3-2 to two, and actually makes it 4-2 to two by adding another goal just five minutes later. That kid's going to be something, man. It, he, <laughs> he could score. So we got 4-2 Rangers going into the third. Well, Panarin says, Nate McKinnon's the best team, best player on his team. I'm the best player on my team, and I can certainly score, too. Five to two, Rangers. And then Mika Zubinijad says, well, I'm probably number two then. Let's go ahead and make it six to two, Rangers. That is your final. Andre Vasilevsky gave up all six goals. I think it is interesting that they, they stuck with him in that. But I think in that situation, that's exactly what you do. And, of course, Igor Shosturskin has just been fantastic. A couple years ago, he was the troublesome backup that was kind of back and forth, up and down, just kind of a little bit all over the place. That consistency wasn't quite there. You're wondering, could he ever be a number one goalie? Well, the Rangers certainly thought so, because since making him the number one goalie, he's probably one of the top five goalies in the league. He's one that... That I never want to run up on against Because he's just that good But that was game one So Rangers up one nothing in the series Let's go to game number two That one op- opens up with Nikita Kucherov Reminding everybody he's still really, really good And adding a goal Not to be outdone Uh Keandre Miller, kind of a new face to everything here, but Keandre Miller of the Blue Shirts making it 1 1. And then Capo Kako, the young phenom for the Rangers, making it 2 1. We'll go to the second period, and both teams kind of cool off a little bit. It's because the defense has stepped up. Let's not just say, well, they just didn't score goals. Well, they didn't score goals because these two goalies are standing on their head making every save possible, and the defense is actually holding people off. So, it's still 2-1, to one, Rangers, as we go to the third period. The Rangers make it Zubinijad. Reminds everybody once again how good he is. Let's make it 3-1, to one, Rangers. And kind of better late than never for the Lightning, Nicholas Paul adds a goal to make it 3-2. to 3-2 to two ends up being your final. The Rangers take game number two. Once again, Andre Vasilevsky gives up. All three goals. And Igor Sturzman gave up both goals there. Stick them with your goalies. Neither one were showing signs of reasons to pull them out. So it's good that you kept them in. But two nothing Rangers. But this thing starts to shift. And this thing shifts when it goes to Tampa. I don't know if this young Rangers team was just not ready to take this next step. Just like the Oilers were. Maybe they were playing with house money, didn't expect to be this far. Maybe the inexperience. Maybe they just ran out of gas. Because from uh, starting with game three, it became a trend that they tried and tried, but could not quite keep up with what the Lightning were doing. Start with game number three. Here's the crazy thing. To open the game, Mika Zubinijad, he scores a goal seven and a half minutes in. A couple minutes after that, Chris Kreider makes it 2-0, Rangers. And you're like, oh, man, here we go. Game three, they're already up 2-0 in the series. They're just going to smoke them just like Colorado's doing on the other side. Not so fast. Nikita Kucherov adds one, making it 2-1. Steven Stamkos in the, uh, let's see, that was, there was no goals in the first. That was all in the second. In the third, Stamkos opens it up a minute and a half in, tying it at two. And Andre Palat, with there had to be 40 seconds. I think it's 42 seconds left on the clock. Makes it 3-2. Rangers lose their first game in the series. And now the Lightning are only down 2-1 to one in the series. Once again, Andre Sesterskin, he gave up the three goals. And Andre Basilevsky. Gave up uh, the two. They stick with their goalies. These are two of the probably top, I would say top four, top five goalies in the league. Without seeing the list in front of me, I would say Sesterskin and, and Vasilevsky are are up there. Let's go to game four. Remember, it's 2-1 to one Rangers at this point. Game number four. Uh, Pat Maroon. What a great pickup that was. Pat Maroon makes a one nothing. Bolts. That goes into the second period where the lone goal was Nikita Kucherov. So he's starting to heat up. Gosh, he's heating up. He scores the lone goal in the second period, making it 2 to nothing, Tampa Bay. Steven Stamkos, see the trend here? When your second and third tier stars are starting to score, and then your top tier starts to as well, it's just hard to keep up. Steven Stamkos adds his seventh of the playoffs at that point, making it 3 to nothing. Uh, Panarin adds one to make it three to one, but Andre Palat, unassisted, it was uh open goal. Makes it four to one. This series is tied. Sterskkin only gave up the three because one was obviously an empty netter, as I said. And Basilewski only gives up the one goal. So now we're tied. And now we're going back to New York. So you're thinking, okay, well, as per the way these playoffs have worked for the most part, outside of a few of the sweeps, seems like the home teams tend to win. Well, no goals in the first. Ryan Lindgren gets one to put the blue shirts on the board, one to nothing. The Bolts tie it up when Sergeyev pops one in as well. So we're going to the third period tied one to one. Andre Palat. Saying the same names, guys. These guys are stepping up when they need to. Andre Palat as his eight at that point, make it two to one, Tampa Bay. And then uh, Brandon Hagel gets his second of the playoffs. Brandon Hagel. How about you, Brandon Hagel? Makes it three to one with uh, about a minute to go. And that puts the Lightning up three to two in this series. Bazilevsky only gives up the one goal. And Sasterskin only gives up the two because well the last one was the last one was a empty net. That was the one that um, uh, Hagel Hegel scored. So we go to game six. It is at this point it is now three to two Rangers. I mean, 3-2 Lightning, and it is headed back to Tampa. So you're like, well, the Lightning stole one in New York. Good chance the Rangers can steal one back. They just didn't have the firepower. No goals in the first. Stamkos opens up the second with one uh, about halfway into the period. That is your score as we get into the third, where Vitrano ties it up, only to have Stamkos... Gosh, it was... 21 seconds after Petrano's goal to tie it. Stamkos puts the Bolts up 2-1. to one. That's how that one ends. Sturzkin gives up both goals in the losing effort. Vasilevsky, the one-goal winning effort. Just insane. Just insane. You know, the Rangers go up two games. We're thinking, oh, man, maybe they're going to do big. And then the Lightning come back, and they still won. And Then they take another, and you're like, "Well, this is tied. Oh man, this is gonna, it's gonna go seven games. It's gonna go back and forth." And like I said, you got to think. Rangers score six in game one. They score three in game two. They score two in the losing effort in game three, and then proceed to score only one goal in games four, five, and six. They just, I think, they ran out of firepower, power and the lightning made the adjustment. I think that's that's almost a hundred percent what it what it came down to. It's you know, it is what it is. I, I'm proud of this Rangers team. I, I definitely did not have them coming this far. I had them possibly making the playoffs, but they put some things together that I don't think a lot of the league even saw. So now they're on the radar, I think they're going to make some improvements over the offseason. they've got to be a front runner next year to make a deep run as well. So good for good for the Rangers. congratulations to the Lightning. I have a a handful of friends that are Lightning fans. I have nothing against the Lightning. You guys know that. Um, They are once again in the Stanley Cup Finals with a chance to go back to back to back. Yep. Boys and girls, for people who don't know, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the defending back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. COVID year or not, it's it's still two cups. Hockey, we don't worry about crap like that. About... Oh, well, there was no fans or, oh, this special thing happened or uh, there are no asterisks in hockey. We don't do that. So let's talk about. The Stanley Cup final, it's going to kick off tomorrow night. That would be Wednesday at eight o'clock. Surely it is on more than just that. OK, it is going to be on ABC and ESPN plus. Game number two is going to be Saturday. All of these, yeah. All of them are going to be ESPN Plus and ABC, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, game two is Saturday. These are all 8 o'clock. Okay, good. These are all 8 o'clock starts. Game three will be Monday. And then Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday. You know, they they go every other day at that point. Um, You know, a lot of leagues which is uh, National Basketball Association. It seems like they play on a Monday, and then the next time they play is a Thursday or a Friday because they've got to rest their little legs. they got to rest their wee little legs. Yeah, Hockey players play every other game. So let me defend this because people come at hockey fans and hockey people like me and say, oh, okay, well, if that's the case, then how come game one is on Wednesday and game two is not until Saturday? when there it's not a travel day. They're both in Colorado. Well, because when you are a when you're an arena, you can't just bank on the team that plays in your arena making it all the way to the cup finals. You'd love them to, but you can't bank on that because what if they go out in the first round and you have nothing booked and you're making zero dollars for having things, events at your arena. So here's what happened. I'm not sure exactly what it is. It, it, I would say it's a Bieber concert, but I actually am not sure if it is because, you know, uh, not even a get well soon, Justin Bieber. But as, you know, as a fellow Toronto fan like like Bieber, uh, he's, he's had some health concerns recently and come out and announced some, some things that are really getting to him. So uh, we just uh, we hope and pray that, that everything goes well for you, Beeps, because uh, hockey fans, we stick together. But anyway, that's that's the point of this. Is that yes, Wednesday is is not a problem, but Friday, when the game would normally be, uh, game two would have been. Uh, the arena has something booked. It's a concert, an event. It doesn't matter. It could be Disney on Ice. It could be uh, My Little Pony. It could, you know, it could be Monster Trucks. It doesn't matter. They already had something booked, so this is not the NHL needing their guys to rest. No, they don't. They only need a day to do that. Sometimes not even that. Game one tomorrow night, I'll be watching. I know you guys will be watching. Game two on Saturday. Game three on Monday. Game four next Wednesday. We'll see what happens after that. Let me say, predictions. Predictions. I think the Avalanche are going to try to do the same thing they did to the Edmonton Oilers. They're going to They're going to look at what the Lightning do great, which is send wave after wave after wave at you, and they're going to have to, I think, in order to to take on Vasilevsky, I think it's not just a uh, pick your shots and try to make great shots. I think it's just bombard him with shot after shot after shot. You have to do kind of what the Lightning do to other people, continually just pound the net with shots, pound, pound, pound. Law of averages says a lot of them are going to go in, or some of them are eventually going to trickle in. At some point, you can't stop them all. So if you have 50 shots, maybe three of them go in. You win three to two. I think that's what – and they're going to try to counter what the Lightning do. They're going to have to be physical. They're going to have to keep them on their toes and not have them the – I mean not have Tampa have so much momentum and so much space to be able to work because if you give them space, they're all All-Stars and they're going to score. That being said, what the Lightning are going to do, they're going to send – Multiple waves at you, you know, like a wave pool as soon as you deal with one here comes another as soon as you know Hey, we got Andre Palat out of the way Well here comes Kucherov Kucherov well we, we've contained Kucherov over here on, on this side well here comes Stamkos No matter what they're gonna just keep sending them because they have the firepower to do so They can just keep cannon blast cannon blast cannon blast like Edward teach over the bow of your ship, you know It's just what Tampa is good at doing, and this this whole thing could come down to this simple factor. Colorado is on their backup goaltender, Darcy Kemper. We're not sure. You know, we're not sure. Everybody could speculate and say, "Oh, he's completely out," and then he comes back tomorrow, and then we could say, "Well, he should be back," and then we don't see him again. So. The goaltender situation for Colorado could be the game-changer for this series. We're just going to have to see how it's going to play out. Uh, for all we know, maybe Frank Coos, this was what the, the moment he was waiting for. Maybe he's better than Kemper. We don't know. We're going to find out pretty soon because the best test for to see if your goaltender is one of the best in the league is to face the Tampa Bay Lightning. My prediction. Because you guys know this will be the last prediction, the last time you guys hear from me until after the series. When we will recap, do that kind of stuff, and and uh, kind of ride into the sunset for our hockey coverage for this season. I'll be honest. I would, I would really like the Avalanche to win. Really would. I'd really like the Avalanche to win. But I just... I'm just so uneasy because every time I've bet against the lightning they have uh, struck back, I guess it's a way to say that they have they have found a way to strike strike me. So and this is' in, not they're not literally hitting me. I'm just saying with a lightning reference you're, anyway. That being said, give me who has home field advantage in this that would be the avalanche the Lightning can go on the road and win. We know that. Give me... I'm going to do it anyway. Lightning fans, get mad at me if you want. Give me the Colorado Avalanche in six games. I don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring in these games. I think no more than about a five-goal average combined. You know, a lot of 3-2s, a lot of 4-1s, a lot of, you know, stuff like that. I don't think you're going to get a 5-0. You're going to get a lot of 3-2 related things, 4-2. You're somewhere in there. Avalanche and six. That is my prediction. And that's going to do it for us. Shout out to all you amazing people who make this uh, fun each and every week to come on. Or each and every round, in this case. Come on and talk hockey, which is by far one of my favorite sports. This is one of your favorite sports. It's been an incredible year. We only got a couple more weeks to go before we take a break. So, we, you know, well, the season starts back up, obviously. But... Uh, obviously, not only shout out to you guys. Shout out to BetOnline.net. Go check them out. If you need information on that, hit us up. We will uh, we will uh, send you in the right directions for that. But I am Jeremy, the Impact York. We will see you guys uh, at the end of the finals. Go Abs. <laughs> The whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice The goalie jumps and the players puff And the fans all go insane Someone roars, Bobby scores At the good old hockey game